Welcome to my podcast. I'm Libby Rothschild of Nutrition Business. I'm a registered dietitian, business coach, and course creator. My goal is to help you make moves in your business, take action, create revenue streams, and grow on social media so you can set up systems for monetization. The highly requested topic, and that is prioritizing your time, time management, productivity tips. So this past week, we talked about this in my stories, and I asked you if you wanted me to film a podcast, and I had several direct messages asking me, please, please talk about managing time and how this can fit into my life. So today, I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth about productivity. I first wanted to say I do have a download, a tip sheet. So on my Instagram, I'll also put the link in my bio. You can download the priority matrix. And what this does, I use this really regularly as a tool, is it allows me to understand what's most important and what should I do first. Now, I'm going to talk about this. I just want to make sure you download this freebie and you're able to walk through it yourself. And it's really a, a hands-on, you know, how to uh, download so that you can manage your time. So I don't want you to just listen to this podcast. I absolutely want you to take action and then DM me. Let me know. Put it in your stories as well. And uh, let us know, let me know how your time management is going once you've actually tried the priority matrix. Okay, so you might have heard before, work smarter, not harder, or early bird catches the worm, you know, eat the frog, those types of terms, and they all have to do with productivity. So I wanted to break those down and talk to you about how to manage your time most effectively and get more important things done. So notice I didn't just say get more things done, it's really about that prioritization. So having a, a strong sense of what is actually, what is it that you actually need to do. So when it comes to that um, that old um, saying, work smarter, not harder, that is basically, uh, to me, what that means is is really understanding your priorities. And, and so when it comes to early bird catches the worm, I know some of you are going to argue with me and you're going to say I'm a night owl. I'm totally fine. I get things done later. And there is a small population where that's true. Some people really can function better in the evening. But for the majority of us... Uh, the rule of thumb is to wake up early and eat the frog. And what that means, there's a, a book on that, it's a saying, is that you want to do the most difficult task, the most draining task first. And when you're able to do this, it, it really helps you tackle the day and it's going to help you get through your to-do list. So for example, you know, you want to do the creative stuff first. Some people like working out first thing in the morning. I like doing um, my hardest things. So what I mean by that is anything that's going to take the most energy. So if you're writing a book, which is great for passive income, you want to do that first. You want to carve out time. Let's say you're really struggling with tech because let's face it, sometimes tech is tough in your business. You want to do that first. For me, content creation, I love it, but it does take a lot of energy. So it makes a lot more sense for me to come up with ideas early in the morning. And when I say content, I don't just mean posts. I also mean podcast ideas, captions, um, strategies, framework for my business, course creation, Everything that has to do with my business and content, I'm going to think about that and get it done. The earlier, the better. So what about you? Make sure to let me know if you're also an early bird as well. 
So I've got seven basic tips here to break down time management. The first one is know your goals. So I already alluded to that when I spoke of what's called the priority matrix. And that is when you essentially, uh, you take your task list and you're going to break it down and say, what is urgent? And then what is important and what has high importance and low importance. So basically there's four quadrants you want with a high priority and high urgency. You want to do that task first. For example, it might be movement in the morning, right? And then next on that list would be do next. So that's going to be high priority and that's going to be high urgency and you're going to want to create content. And then as you move down in the matrix, you're going to have low importance and lower uh, low importance, high urgency. And that might be for me emails. And then you're going to have low urgency, low importance. And that my uh, that is going to be what you don't do. And that's where a lot of us get caught up and we think we have to do everything. And so for an example of don't do, it could be chores. It could be creating graphic design. It could be outsourcing something in your business. So if you are able to think and conceptualize your day or your week, I mean, bonus points if you could do it for the quarter of the year. That's really going to help you uh, not only with time management, but with streamlining your business and helping you create revenue goals, etc. So number one, know your goals. Number two, prioritize your goals. Number three, plan ahead. Number four, you want to eliminate distractions. Number five, delegate more. Number six, watch what you spend. And number seven, self-care. Possibly the most important, self-care. So I want to break it down. I'm going to break down these seven tips. So when the first one is know your goals. So as I had just alluded to, or as I had mentioned with the priority matrix, you want to ask yourself, what do I need to do right now? So for me, uh, again, this is going to depend on on your day and your week. It could be recording uh, this podcast. Now, I'm airing this uh, on Monday, and re- today is Sunday. And I'm doing this because you demanded it. You told me you wanted this, and I want to give my audience what they want. So me recording this podcast would actually move up on the priority matrix. Now, of course, I have planned content, but I want to be. I want to answer your questions. If you tell me you want something, it's it's up to me as a business owner to deliver that. So. You have to know what your goals are. Are your goals part of your business? Are your goals revenue, creating systems, how much revenue, what systems you need to create? Uh, Where do you need more help on? Do you have an email list? Have you created sequences for your email list? What's your goal with your email list? So all of those things you, you need to hash out and you need to think through ahead. And when I say this quarter, I'm huge on quarter goals. So I like to think in terms of quarters. So we have Q1 through four, and that's three month chunks of the year. Right now we're uh, in quarter three of the year. We're coming up on quarter four. So when you break down the year into into intervals, three month intervals of quarters, it's going to help you break down your goals and then look at the big picture. So what's the overall goal for the year? Is it revenue? And, you know, how can you quantify that goal? And then you want to break down SMART goals. And then with doing that, Every action you take, 90% or more, (laughs) should be related to those SMART goals. So you want to make sure you're staying on track. I want you to think really critically if that's true in your business right now. Is that what you're doing? Are you thinking? Are you taking action? Are you evaluating? So uh, there's a saying that I really like, and it says, uh, someone says, I can't remember who says, you know, um, 
if you, I will tell you what your goals are when you show me how you spend your time. And I love that. And it's so true. So I want you to reflect, you know, a lot of my clients, if and when they're struggling with time management, um, it's important to ask them uh, to really keep track. And my business coach also asks me to do the same thing. She got me on Timelines. And that is an app that uh, I love it because it's color coded. I've recommended it to clients, prospective clients, my followers, and um, try to get them on that app. Or, you know, if you don't want to use an app, of course, you can use pen and paper, but you have to create a system. And I've also had another client of mine do a spreadsheet and analyze his time in, in 15 minute intervals, which is fantastic. So depending on your personality and your ability. Uh, when you log time, it can help you, you know, evaluate, are you on track with your goals? What are your goals and what's most urgent? So that to me is number one, your goals and then your priorities. So number two, once you've established your goals and you've broken them down, you want to do the priority matrix that I had explained. What is urgent and important? What is not urgent and not important? I do recommend doing this for every day of the week. So you want to look at the ebbs and flows of the week. When are you most busy? When do you have most energy? Typically, most of us do better at the beginning of the week. When I say do better, I mean, that's kind of vague. Let me, let me get a little, let me quantify that. Most of us have more energy and can uh, increase our output Sunday through Tuesday. Research actually shows that Tuesday is the most productive day of the week. So again, just like the whole maybe staying up late, you know, some people despite the common recommendation of waking up earlier for productivity, some people do better at night, right? And and some people also are going to be more productive later in the week. But for the majority of us, we are going to be more productive Sunday through Tuesday, Sunday through Wednesday, or Monday through Wednesday. That's that's what statistics show us, and that is absolutely true for me. So I want you to think hard about when are you most productive, and then I want you to create, I want you to outline my download, which is a priority matrix. I want you to do that right now. I want you to think a week ahead. What is it that you need to do, what's urgent, and what can get pushed back to later so that you can get one step closer towards reaching your goals. So when you do this for Every day of the week, it's going to help train your brain to let go of some of the tasks that take too much time. For example, I've heard a million times that email management is difficult. Uh, it is, okay? So having a system in your email or inbox zero, etc., we're not going to talk too much about that today. But email management is, is tough. It takes a lot of time and energy. So if there's some way for most of us to only check at certain times of the day or to find some system of management, uh, it's going to help save a lot of energy and time for you and your business. So a lot of us prioritize emails and we don't realize it. And we're putting emails into the urgent um, checkbox on the priority matrix. And, and in reality, it's, it's not. So we got to move it down. And what I mean by that is you won't know until you evaluate your time. How much time per day are you spending on emails? How many times a day are you checking emails? And how can you get a better grip on that? So that's definitely something to look at when it comes to prioritization. All right, planning ahead. So planning ahead is a huge component of time management. And it is actually something that I am the best at. So this is my skill set right here. So for those of you who, who follow me, you might know I plan my content a month ahead. Right now I have it for the entire Q4 of the year. So um, when I say content, um, I do just mean Instagram and podcast. But there's a clause here. All right. So I have all my podcasts recorded for um, until... 
um, actually until quarter three, so not quarter four. So this current quarter, so up until October, I've got my podcasts and a little longer than that. So into quarter four of the year, my Instagram posts are planned ahead. Now, that is not set in stone. So I have content planned ahead and I do leave room for wiggle room just like today. So what that I shifted today, I actually had another podcast I was going to air today, but because you told me this week that you really want, I mean, numerous messages about productivity and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you what you want. If you ask me for a podcast on productivity, it's in my best interest as a business owner to deliver what you want to hear. So I push back my podcast schedule and I do that as well with posts. I'm actually now starting something new where I get so many DMs and questions from you about, you know, things, all things related to uh, increasing income, dietetics, uh, social media, and then also focusing your business, passive income. So because of that, I make sure to create more content that's based on your questions. I'm actually, right now, I'm working with my graphic designer because I create my infographic posts and then I outsource them. I have someone clean them up for me. She's actually a dietitian. Shout out to Whitney Catalano. She's fantastic. She's great to work with. So I I give her my content and then she makes it, uh, she beautifies it. She makes it look clean and in it, she aligns up the text in a way that I don't have the skill or the time for. Again, that's outsourcing. So for using the priority matrix, uh, that is, if I were to try to do that on my own, it would take more time. So that is something that I don't do. If you remember, there's four quadrants on that priority matrix and doing graphic design is something that I, I don't do. I outsource it. I'm not good at it. It takes too much time. So I come up with a concept and then Whitney makes it pretty and then it looks good on my feed. She also creates my, uh, my freebies, my downloads, which helps me build my email list and add value to you. So uh, when I do plan my content ahead, there is time and room for adjustments based on what you tell me. And of course, every week it's going to be something different. So I got great feedback about my episode, uh, my recent episode with Rachel and my recent episode with my web developer. So it would be in my best interest to say and, and find a way to replicate what you like and do it again. So does that mess with my, you know, schedule that I had outlined? Yeah, it, it, it does. But I still had that outline to work on. So not only does it decrease stress, but I also have a, a pretty good sense and direction of my business. So I'm able to create a framework and then adjust it given what you want. Because as a business owner, you have to adjust your business and answer your audience's question. So what I'm doing is I'm creating a framework for content. And then when the market research comes, and when I say market research, what I mean is people are telling me what they want, and then I'm delivering, that's only going to help me with not only growth, but also um, solving your problems. And so that's what I'm here for. So that is how I go about planning ahead. I have the content, I have a loose framework, and then I adjust it based on what comes up. All right, so eliminating distractions. I talked about that recently on a post. Uh, Putting your phone on do not disturb is a fantastic way to get more important things done. Again, important emphasis on priority matrix. So let's hypothesize it's Monday because that's a productive day. And let's say it's Monday morning. And for most of us, that is our time to get out there and get stuff done. Okay. So it's morning time and you want to create content, but oh, you got this text and oh, you got this email and you got a phone call and a million things are going on. And 
and, and you've time blocked, let's, let's say, meaning you set out time to just do content, but you're so distracted and, and most of us are, right? So for those of us who work at home, we're distracted by our phones. And for those of us who maybe work outside the home, you're distracted by the external environment. So you have to find a way to minimize those distractions and those distractions creep up big time. So I'm a huge fan of putting my phone on do not disturb during a morning time so that I can focus. It might be a two hour chunk. It might be a three hour chunk. If you're new to this, you can start out with a one hour chunk, Uh, but go to those settings and press do not disturb for a certain day of the week, certain amount of time and really focus on whatever you put on your priority matrix and get more important stuff done in your business. Another uh, eliminating distractions tip could be uh, carving out time, and that is called calendar blocking. I had just mentioned that. So what I like to do is color code my calendar and set out certain times uh, for content creation, for um, sleep, commuting to work. Uh, commuting to meetings, creating content for meetings. Uh, So with that, it's essential that I have focus during those blocks of time. Because if I am not focused, then I will end up taking double the amount of time on that one given task. For example, I told myself, this is Sunday morning right now as I'm filming this a day before the podcast is airing. I told myself that I would have a chunk of time in the morning. I'm doing consulting work, client work, and filming this podcast. I gave myself two hours to do it all. Now with that time, it's it's quiet. I don't have any distractions. I'm not checking Instagram and I am making sure to get these tasks done and the more you can adopt that mindset and really succeed you're going to see some serious results in your business you're going to get I mean you're going to become so much more productive it's all about um, eliminating distractions really you have to set yourself up you know with calendar blocking and setting time aside it's a combination but when you are when you allow yourself to focus uh, it's, it's incredible what you can get done Moving on to number five, delegate more. Oh, my favorite topic. I love delegation. So many of you are afraid. You're afraid delegation is too expensive. You're a perfectionist. You're afraid someone won't do it right. If you want to grow your business and when you get to a certain point in your business, you have to delegate. So there's no if and or buts with delegation when you are at a point where you're, you know, turning your six figure business into a seven figure business, you absolutely have to delegate. And how do you get to that point where you're at a six figure business? You're also going to have to delegate. So what I mean by that is find someone to do that task that you didn't want to do. Let's go back to that priority matrix. Okay, so urgent, not important, you're going to outsource it. So what could that be? It could be logo design, it could be website development, it could be an editor, it could be a photographer. For me, it's graphic design. Uh, For those of you who might know, I also, right now, I outsource my podcast, so I I do it, and then I have someone um, add the clips together, and he actually uploads it for me to save some time. And so that is one small example uh, of how you can find things and delegate them. I also uh, have my laundry done and then I find ways to save time as much as possible. You know, I hire a house cleaner 
So although that's not directly my business, she's freeing up time. And so when I hire a housekeeper and I'm not the one that's taking the time to clean and dust, I am then able to time block and get more important things done in my business. And that's how I'm able to manage multiple streams of income is because I sit down and I get things done. And you can do that too. You just have to have A, the mindset, uh, B, really focus on that priority matrix, and then C, make sure that your goals are lining up with how you're spending your time. Because remember, you show me your time and I'll tell you your goals. Okay. All right. So last couple tips here and watch what you spend. And you might be wondering, why are you talking about spending and prioritization? Right. So actually reviewing your budget and line item, your budget line item Ming, when you do a line item of your budget, it's going to help you with your business and it's going to help you also saving money and time because time is money. You want to make sure you're separating business and personal. You have a business account. You have a system in place. I do recommend setting limits for your budget. You can use mint.com. You can use paper. I know there are so many different types of tools out there. I can only speak for mint because I use that. But when you're able to, again, you can do pen and paper, you can color code it, do an Excel sheet, whatever. But if you create a budget and review it, I say weekly, it could be monthly basis. I mean, go over everything. It's going to help you understand this all ties back to delegation. You're telling me, oh, you know, I can't afford a graphic designer. You know, look how you're spending your money and see where can you save? Uh, what can you adjust and, and maybe reevaluate your systems. So I, I think it's really important to get a grip on that. Even if it's just, um, even if you're just starting out, it, it's essential that you understand your budgeting and that you're really saving and investing. And that's for me, I am really serious with my budget and I save a lot of it for personal development. So books, conferences, courses, coaches, masterminds, I'm all about it. I'm investing a huge portion of my budget into my uh, business and personal professional development. And I take a huge percentage of my profit from my business and I put that back into my business. And that's because I have a strong growth mindset and growth mentality and I see my business flourishing and I really want to to um, put my time and money into it. And, and so, but I want to do that with a plan. So I got to make sure I'm reviewing and understanding, quantifying it and then reevaluating it. I think the emphasis here is on reevaluation. Lastly, self-care. So maybe you're wondering why is this last since it's so important? I think it can feel a little bit... Um, removed to mention self-care first, but the reality is a lot of us who are in business uh, tend to put ourselves last. Self-care doesn't have to be a massage, although I'm a big fan of those. Self-care could be, you know, meditating. It could be getting your nails done. It could be as simple as, you know, um, phone call. You're calling a family or friend or spending time with a loved one. Uh, and and I, I realize that a lot of us struggle with this, uh, but you want to try to build it into your day and you're weak. So as you've heard before, self-care isn't selfish. If you are not investing in self-care and investing doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. Again, it could be a practice like meditation that's free. But if you are integrating self-care into your routine very regularly, you will find that you're being more kind with yourself and you're being, you're going to be more in touch with your business and your needs. And that's really important because at the end of the day, after we've gone over one through six, right? So we've gone over knowing your goals, prioritizing, planning ahead, eliminating distractions, delegating, watching what you spend, you want to make sure that you are in touch with yourself and that you are, you know, being kind to yourself. So I think that's uh, very, very important.
All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are wrapped up with productivity. I hope that you learned something. Make sure to download my free tip sheet and that will be in the description today and on my Instagram link in bio. Let me know if you have any feedback. We'll see you soon. Are you ready to build impact and create revenue streams in your business? Go to LibbyRothschild.com and apply for coaching. Also, check out my course opportunities such as Beat the Algorithm to learn how to set up systems for monetization in your nutrition business. 